up you guys welcome back to me and UTV reviews I am your host one today we will be discussing your honor season 2 episode 4 titled part 14 <laughs> simplicity is key you guys so I hope everybody is having a wonderful work week as promised I'm trying to put these videos out while I'm at work in on location Okay. Um, like I said, I hope everybody is having a wonderful week thus far, whatever that may be. It is Friday, so if you have any plans for the weekend, I hope you guys stay safe out there, whatever you decide to do, okay? But have fun. So, we start the episode off with Michael and Jimmy, and it's right where we left off with the last one. They just left little baby Rocco, and Jimmy is giving Michael a lift to his location wherever he is right so they're in the car it's very tense it's very awkward and it's very quiet okay so out of the blue jimmy starts to do a little whistling he's whistling a tune and then he finally stops once they pull up to wherever they may be going and then it turns out that um oh before before michael gets out the car jimmy says you know turning 50 having a birthday party tomorrow i would like it if you came and so michael was like hmm and then jimmy also throws in that he would like for charlie to attend as well y'all think they're gonna try to like persuade charlie to uh, go ahead and sign off on this billion dollar deal that they got planned mm. But either way, Jimmy wants Charlie there in attendance, so he's going to use Michael for that. So once they stop, Michael realizes that they're right outside his mother-in-law's house. Okay. So Michael was like, how did you know I was staying with my mother-in-law? Jimmy doesn't say anything. <laughs> Michael gets out the car and he gets ready to walk inside the house, and then that's when we see Olivia like yes we're in so she's been clocking him this whole time y'all I swear she has nothing else to do at this point she's starting to irk my nerves just a little bit so Eugene is at home and remember Big Mo and his little Mo and his cousin got into it and um, secured a spot at county lockup for the night at least if not longer since little Mo had butted an officer so uh he grabbed the duffel bag that Lil Mo had with him and then he also grabbed the phone that he dropped. And so the phone has been ringing non-stop. Big Mo is blowing him up trying to figure out where in the hell he is with her money. And Eugene is not answering. I don't know if he's scared. I don't know what's going on. Well, you know, I know Lil Mo lost Eugene, so maybe we don't want to try to track that location or whatever the case may be. But either way, he's not answering the phone. So, what are we going to do? So, he zips up the bag and pushes it up under the bed, and then he goes on about his way. So, on the other side of the phone, Lil Mo is at the club, and um, she keeps getting his voicemail. And he was like, this Lil Mo, you reach my voicemail, you know what to do, so do and she doesn't leave a voicemail she just hangs up so back over at michael's we see that olivia decides to come and actually pay him a visit so they can have a nightcap of sorts right so 
she rings the doorbell and um she come well <laughs> she comes on in because what other choice does michael really have at this point and so she comes in and um she tries to do a little small talk at first but it's just literally one question before she gets down to jimmy and what he and michael were discussing michael tells her that jimmy's having a birthday party and that he wants charlie to attend and so she was like oh do you think uh you know my uh jimmy wants to use you as a pinata and then um michael raises concern about charlie's safety and she was like oh you know it's just a party like charlie's gonna be fine i promise you you know that nothing's gonna happen to him just continue to do what i say and he'll be fine like i said y'all she is starting to irk my nerves i can't even go pee good when i get in the house before you come ringing the damn doorbell and how in the hell did you know his mom-in-law wasn't gonna be there but then again she doesn't have anything to do with her life right besides found michael so that's that so daylight has finally shown its face and <sighs> Lil Mo and his cousin are trying to get bailed out of jail. So up first is cousin. Cousin calls his mama, says, Mama, I need your help. She says, Where are you? Well, she already knows where he is because <laughs> of the uh the the prompt that comes on the automated prompt. So she says, what happened? He says, nothing. And then, of course, like any black mama would say, she says, well, it must not have been too much of, too much of not nothing if you landed in jail. And so he tells her that he and Lil Mo had got into an argument and that he just really needs her help because he doesn't want to disclose what they were arguing about over the phone. Smart right or maybe he just doesn't want her to know about all of that in general because he's not supposed to be living this type of life so he says mama don't worry about all that just know that i need you to come get me out of jail she says well son i've got a lot of stuff to do today and bailing you out of jail is not one of them and so then he hangs up so now it's little mo's turn and so he goes to uh he goes to call Eugene and he asks Eugene is he does he still have the bag and Eugene says yes and then he tells Eugene to hold on to that bag for him until he can get back to it because his life is literally dependent on that bag and so Eugene says yes of course you know I'll, I'll keep an eye on it for you so that's that and so, y'all, quick little tidbit. It was funny because, like, before Lil Mo had made his phone call, he asked Cousin who he went to go call, right? And so Cousin was trying to be a smart ass and was like, I called Johnny Cochran, and he was like, you dumb enough to probably do that. <laughs> call a dead lawyer. <laughs> I thought it was funny. So then um, Michael is with Olivia. They're still at his house, and... She's trying to get him all suited and booted, honey. She done bought her stylist over there or some type of stylist over there to kind of look and see how they can make him look presentable for this party um, the next, uh, well, tonight. And so they get him all dressed up and um, he's like, what are you really doing? Because Olivia was like, Jimmy basically like over leveraged himself for this one. And so 
he was like, what do you really want me to do at this party? And she tells him that she wants him to be his, she wants him to be her eyes and her ears at the party. And so he was like, I don't want to be your spy. And so then she compares him to the ponies because she likes to go bet on the ponies. And so she says, you know, some of them you have to learn to get to know. And she knows that when stuff gets real sticky and situations get real tight, she knows Michael's going to come through in the clutch. And so she just wants him to try to get as much information about Jimmy as possible because at these birthday parties, people are trying to make deals happen. And so I bet she's, she's betting that some type of shady agreements are going to be happening here. So... We'll see what happens. Y'all, why I forgot to tell (laughs) y'all. Wow. Okay, so after they made their phone calls from jail, Eugene walked into the kitchen because he was going to get ready to go to school. And she's talking to him. And she was like, hey, so were you with the guys last night? And he was like, yeah, I I was with them. And she was like, okay and like okay tell me like what else happened and so he went on to say that they got the arguing and then the police came and they snatched them snatched both of them up and he saw the whole thing happen from the car so he got away right walked home so as he's telling her this story y'all the drug dealer the connect the new connect that mo was supposed to be meeting up with He's lurking around the backyard. So then he finally makes his way to the front and he comes knocking on the door. So when he gets to the door, I'm like, okay, she's asking like, who is this at the front door? So she opens up the door, y'all, and she knows this guy. His name is Roderick or Rodrigo or something like that. Something with an R, Roderick. And so she's like, hey, what you doing here? And so he was like, oh, I was just looking for Trey. And she was like, in my backyard? Okay. She already know what time it is. She was like, in my backyard? And he was like, well, you know, (laughs) uh, do you know where he is? And she was like, honey, he has been grown for a really long time. I don't keep up with him no more like that. And so he then asked Eugene, does he know where Trey is? And Eugene is like, who, me? No, I I don't know where he is. So then Roger gets real aggressive real quick, like a, a switch head flipped or something. It was like, what's in the bag, little man? And so, y'all, he walks into, he rushes. He ain't even walking. He rushes into her house, like brushes past her. And snatches Eugene's backpack out of his hand, rips it open, just to find that it was nothing but books like Eugene had told him. And so then she was like, get the hell out of my house. Y'all, he ain't nothing to play with. She gonna have have to get out of there. Her and Eugene gonna have to get the hell out of Dodge until all of this blows over. Because dude, dude ain't playing no games with them right now. So, speaking of Trey and Lil Mo, Shelby is at work. She's a nurse of some sorts. Or, well, she's a healthcare worker. Let's put it like that. 
So she's at work and she's laughing it up with one of her little co-workers, you know, just having a good time, right? Phone ring. She answered the phone and it's Big Mo. And she automatically asked Big Mo, who died? And so Big Mo was like, everybody is fine and well. And so she was like, oh, I could have sworn somebody had died seeing as we ain't talked in about 10 years. And so Big Mo was like, well, I'm trying to find Trey. I, no, she said, I'm trying to find our nephew, Lil Mo. And she says, is this about drugs or money? Because I know it's got to be about one of the two. And so Big Mo was like, no, why Why you got to do all of that? I, I didn't call you for all of that. And she was like, am I lying though? She didn't say nothing. So then she was like, well, he's with Trey. And I know how you did with Trey. You got, you got him wrapped up and stuff a while ago. And that's why I told you to stay away from him. So now I'm going to tell you again, because I know you done got them boys in some sort of trouble with either the drugs or the money that you're calling about, I'm going to tell you one more time to stay away from her. And she hang up on her. So now Mo going to have to either come and try to find little Mo herself, or she just going to be out of money until he, he get his situation squared away. So then we see Michael. Michael and Charlie are at the diner that they used to eat at all the time or that they used to frequent all the time and so they're sitting down and michael finally asked charlie to accompany him to this birthday party for jimmy and so charlie was like i don't even know why you entertaining that you know he's just trying to get some political influence and i i'm not trying to talk to them you shouldn't be talking to them hell nobody should be talking to them because they're toxic they're trouble and so he was like i know but there's one small detail that I haven't mentioned yet. And so then he says that him and Jimmy, they share a grandson together. And so <laughs> Charlie was like, fuck me. <laughs> and so they go outside and he tells Michael that he was responsible for buying um, Adam his first box of condoms but he never showed him how to use them did we not have the banana trick at this point did we not have a cucumber did we not have any type of long fruit to kind of do a walkthrough <laughs> but either way since him and Jimmy share a grandson together Charlie says well I tell you what I think about it and I'll let you know and that's all Michael can do is respect that so I'm pretty sure Charlie will end up going <laughs> this is gonna get interesting so Jimmy goes to visit Fia and he knocks on her door she opens it up and she looking at him like okay what are you doing here and he was like you know today's my birthday she was like happy birthday and so then he's like well, your mother's throwing me a birthday party, and um, I've invited Adam's dad to come, but also the rest of the family is going to be there. It would mean a lot to me if you came as well. 
And so I'm assuming, you know, from her point of view, he probably only invited her just to, you know, try to smooth things over to try to persuade her to get back on the good foot with her. Because, you know, they're still on very rocky ground relationship wise. So she was like, okay, I'll try to see if I can make it. And he was like, okay. And she closed the door on him because he asked to see Rocco at first. And she was like, I just got him down. So that's when he mentioned his birthday party. So she's going to see if she can make it. We'll see. So then, uh, so then we see Shelby. She done went to the jail. And I didn't know that they would allow you to see two, two, uh, inmates at once, but I, I don't know. But anyway, so she's sitting down with Lil Mo and Trey and she was like, what have y'all gotten yourselves into? And so Lil Mo says nothing. And she was like, what did I tell you when you brought that boy to come stay with me? And he tried to brush it off. She's like, ah, what did I say? <laughs> and he starts, but she, she finishes. She's like, I told you not to bring no trouble with him. And, um, so then, and she turned to Trey and she was like, and you, what have you done to have Roger come snooping around my house? If y'all brought some mess into my house, it's going to be some drama. And so as soon as she said Roderick's name, they both looking like, oh shit, especially Lil Mo. And so he was like, please, auntie, please get me out of here. Please bail me out. And I promise you, if you bail me out, I'll, uh. I'll handle this right away because he was like, did you let him in? And as soon as he asked her that, she was looking at him like, what? <laughs> like, I know you done did something that you weren't supposed to be doing. And so he's promising that if she bails him out, he's going to take care of the situation and, and he won't have to worry about it. And she won't have to worry about it ever again, y'all. Whoo. I don't know what she'll be going to do. I just hope that she don't, she don't get caught in the line of fire messing around with them. So we see Shelby leave the precinct and get in her car. And as she's leaving the precinct, y'all, Roderick is following her. I'm just trying to figure out how big is this connect because don't you have some peons to be doing all this little, like this work right here, this little light work, this small work right here. Ain't you supposed to be making deals and doing major important stuff? This, I hope nothing happens to her, Eugene. Because Roderick seemed like he don't have no boundaries, okay? He don't care. He don't care about nobody but himself. That's what it seemed like. So, we gonna see. So, we go over to Carlo. Carlo is trying to wax poetical to this girl, trying to spit some game to her, trying to ask her out. So she can join him at his dad's birthday party tonight. And she was like, I'm not going to that. And he was like, why not? And she was like, because I'm an employee of your parents, just like you are. And he was like, and then she was like, yeah, speaking of being an employee, don't you got some work that you need to be doing? You don't need to be like sitting right here, you know, just kind of like chilling out. I'm sure nobody would like that. 
And so he was like, oh, I'm always doing work. And so then he basically, like, reads the room. Like, everybody that's in the room, what they're doing, um, you know, how they're dressed for some of them. He just, he reads his room very well. And so then he also lays on thick at the end that there's this very handsome guy that she's crushing on and it would be very nice again for her to go with him to this birthday dinner and so as he's laying on this last little tidbit his mom comes in and she's like hey carla i need to talk to you for a second so he excuses himself and she was like don't you settle oh and before (laughs) before gina walked off she kind of like rolled her eyes at the girl ma'am your son was hassling me and so she was like don't you settle you know and um she then mentions that before he was born she had he she had a very really close relationship with her dad but then after carlo was born of course he was replaced he replaced her father's position as far as like how close they were with the relationship and so he was like yeah that's probably why dad doesn't like me and she was like oh no your father loves you you know eventually y'all will figure everything out and y'all will be good as gold and he was like i'm not really worried about it because i have you know that relationship that close relationship with you i don't have to have that close relationship with him as long as i got it with you and so then you know they share a moment she straightens up his uh shirt and then they did like a forehead to forehead type of situation it was cute i just gina gets on my nerves she yeah she gets on my nerves and so she ends up walking off so i guess carlo won't be asking that girl to come to the birthday dinner with him i don't even think they're gonna let her pass security at this point so michael is back at home and we see that there's a gift on the table and it's wrapped in a nice little bow. It's very pretty colors, right? So he starts to hear this phone ring and so he's searching around like he feeling in his pockets. Ain't the he looking around? I don't see nothing. So then he finally makes his way to the gift wrap box and the phone is in there, right? It's under some wrapping paper. So he tears the wrapping paper open, phone's still ringing, and the title that pops up is Bestie. I'm done with her, y'all. <laughs> Throw Olivia away, okay? <laughs> so she answers the phone. Well, he answers the phone, and she's like, "How did, how's that plus one coming? And he was like, I'm working on it to be determined. And so then he heard it get off the phone with her because he sees Fia outside. So Fia comes in, and she's talking to him. And she was like, are you really going to my dad's birthday party? And he was like, I'm thinking about it. And she was like, you know, I really just kind of want somebody that I can trust. I want them to not have their hands in everything that's going on in my life. Meaning she wants to keep Michael and Adam and that piece of her, her relationships to herself. And so she was like, you know, you shouldn't go to my dad's birthday party because when my family's around, bad things happen. And Michael basically says the same sentiment that when he's around, bad things happen. 
And so they're kind of just like looking at each other for a second. And then he's, he asked her randomly, what do you think when you see me? Do you see Saddam Hussein? Because when Olivia and her stylist were there, they looked at his face. And because he's so scruffy now, um, the stylist called him Saddam Hussein almost. Like, because she was like, Albert Einstein, mad scientist. And he was like, no, nah, more like Saddam Hussein. <laughs> I'm hiding in caves. So she ends up cutting his hair, y'all. Fia cuts his hair. It's so sweet. Like, they're bonding. I love it. I wish she would have been able to bring Lil Rocco, but anyway. So, Mo is at the trap house. Big Mo at the trap house. And she's on the phone with her PI or this police officer or somebody that she's got in her back pocket. And um, she's basically just telling him that Lil Mo needs to get out of jail. So, she needs him to bail to bail him out because he done found him and so he was telling her that him and his cousin had got locked up because they had got the arguing with somebody and uh, well they had got the arguing and she was like well who and he was like with each other and uh basically little mo had uh, assaulted the police officer or whatever and so she was like well i need you to get him out of jail and so he was like, you know, I'm tired of being on this end of the conversations where I'm always having to basically do stuff for her. And she was like, you know, well, I'm always tired of having to keep my mouth shut because apparently something happened to where she she had agreed to be quiet as long as he kept working for her, kept doing favors for her. And so she was like, if you want me to remain silent, I need you to get Lil Mo out like now and so he was like i'll see what i can do and he calls her a bitch once he hang up <laughs> so then on her end at the trap house there's two dudes sitting next to her and she was like which one of y'all is the fastest driver so i don't know if she's gonna try to make her way down there if something gonna happen between her and roderick or what we're gonna find out though so michael enters the party looking like a brand new man okay he cleaned up very well thanks to sophia so he comes in and of course Jimmy gives him the nod and comes over and Sophia was like, Man, you cleaned up good. And um Jimmy was like, Yeah, you you look like a brand new man. And um he said something about his hair. And uh Sophia was like, Ah oh, yeah, see what a good barber does? And then she basically like gave credit uh to herself. And Jimmy was like, man, so it looks like I've been wasting money all these years. I could have been utilizing her. You jealous, Jimmy? You jealous? And so then Michael doesn't really say too much. And then Jimmy's like, well, come on in, you know, go get yourself something to drink. And so he ends up walking down before Jimmy and Sophia do. And so then he comes down and Gina spots him too. And so then she goes over to Carla and she's like, what the hell is Jim, uh, what the hell is Michael, uh, Michael doing here? What is Desiato doing here? And so Carla was like, I didn't know he was coming. <laughs> and so Gina was like, well, you didn't sound too surprised when I said he was here. So then she goes over to Michael and she was like, I'm sorry this is by invite only and so michael was like well jimmy invited me 
because she had said something about security escorting him out or something. He was like, well, Jimmy invited me here. And so she was like, so when did you talk to my husband? Girl, don't nobody need to be around you to get permission to talk to nobody? Go away. Ugh. And so he was like, well, I was talking to him when he went to go see Fia. Broke her face. And so then she was like, stay the hell away from my family. And then she like, she mugged him real hard. Like Gabrielle Union and Bring It On. Y'all remember that movie, right? So anyway, that's the type of mug that she gave Michael. And then, of course, he can't really say too much because Michael forever the gentleman. So he hurries and rushes to the bathroom to keep the peace. And while he's there, he calls uh, Olivia or Olivia calls him one of the two. And so he's on the phone with her. And he was like, I don't know what you really want me to do here. And she was like, no, I just need you to be my eyes and ears. Something's missing. I need you to stay and hang around a little bit so we can get as much information as we can. And so she was like, disregard the fact that Gina does, doesn't want you there. Jimmy does. And so after she hangs up the phone, because she's preoccupied, she's looking at the pony races. And so she hangs up the phone and... As soon as she said, Gina doesn't want you there, but Jimmy does, this tips Michael off that she's recording him some kind of way. She's got a bug on him somewhere. And so he immediately goes to the phone, but he doesn't see anything extra on the phone. So then he starts taking his clothes off in the bathroom, right? Trying to figure out where the hell this bug is on him. So it turns out she put it like in his collar, like where... um. She put it in his collar some kind of way. It was weird, but he found the bug. And so now he's like, what the hell am I going to do? Oh, I forgot to mention. Oh, no. So this is when he puts his clothes back on. Charlie shows up and he was like, okay, don't be looking at me like that. I'm here to see the baby. (laughs) And so Michael was like, I'm pretty sure that he's asleep by now. And he was like, what, ain't nobody got no pictures or nothing? You know, so they might as well enjoy the moment while uh, while they're both there. So it's cake cutting time. Happy birthday to you. Well wishes for Jimmy, right? Blows out his candles. Gives a thank you speech. Cheers to my lovely wife for putting um, this lovely event together. I also want to say that if a person is lucky enough to live 50 years or half a century on this earth, of course, you run across some blessings and you run across some curses. You suffer some losses and you suffer some, well, and you're blessed with some renewals. Speaking of renewals, I want to welcome a new addition to the family and i thought that he was gonna say little rocco but no he says he wants to welcome michael desiato judge michael desiato to the family so he tells michael to come on up come on up so as he's doing that very awkwardly might i add He then brings up Charlie, who is the mayor, and this is Michael's best friend. So then he throws the little fun fact to the crowd that 
Charlie was Adam's godfather. And who knows, maybe if he's lucky enough, maybe he can be Rocco's godfather as well. And so everybody cheers this to them. And then we see Gina's dad come up, Mr. Conti. And they all take these paparazzi pictures or publicity pictures. Very awkwardly, Michael stands next to Jimmy like they were ambushed, (laughs) y'all. Jimmy knew what he was doing. And so over to Lil Mo and Trey. So Lil Mo done got his day, y'all. He is getting bailed out. And so Trey comes out before him and he was like, oh, no, not you. We just want him. So Lil Mo comes out, like I said, and... The two uh, guys that Big Mo was asking who was the fastest driver out of the two of them, they're waiting outside for him. And so they were like, hey, you got more money because she she ain't happy. He was like, who would be? And I need to go get it. So let me borrow your phone. So he ends up borrowing the phone. He calls Eugene and leaves a voicemail saying that, hey, I'm just calling to let you know that I'm out. And we finna be on the way to get the money, but I need you to get the F out the house. Because I I don't think they know that Lil Mo helped Eugene get away. And so if they see him, of course, they're gonna go back to Lil Big Mo and tell her what's going on. So, I don't know, y'all. So Gina is sitting by herself and she's crying. She's upset. Because, like she had told Jimmy a while ago, you know, she feels like his uh, influence, his power is slipping. He getting weak out here in these streets. And so her dad comes over and he asks her what's wrong. And, of course, she says nothing. And then he was like, really, like, what's wrong? You can tell me. And so she says that each and every day she grows more concerned about the direction that the family is going in. I mean, just look at the stunt that Jimmy just pulled. You know, can you blame me for feeling the way that I feel? I mean, his son was literally killed by the guy he just took a picture with, his son. So, yeah. And so her dad says something to her in Italian, and, um, you know, they hug. And so then we scroll over to uh, Michael and Charlie, and Michael is like, dang, I thought Carmichael Conti was dead. I thought he was gone a long time ago. And so then Charlie was like, no. But from what I heard, he'd been posted up on an island somewhere in Italy since the 90s. And so Michael was like, the 90s? What is he doing over here? Like, it's been 20 plus years since he's been here. What is he doing? And so Charlie was like, I don't know, but we'll talk about it once we get the hell up out of here. <laughs> So then, Fia comes over, and she apologizes to them both for the stunt that Jimmy had just pulled. And Charlie was like, ah, you know, it don't make me know, never mind. I was just here to see the baby. And so she was like, well, he's asleep, but I got some pictures if you want to see pictures. So she shows him some pictures, and then he gives them a second to, you know, have, have a moment alone. So then she apologizes to Michael again, and she was like, I knew you coming here would be be bad. I knew it was going to be bad for business. And so he was like, well, I just don't want to get in the middle of family issues. And so she was like, well, according to my father and the son that he just pulled, you are family now. And so then she gets upset. 
and she starts to cry. And so she's crying on his shoulder. Michael's trying to comfort her. All while Jimmy is looking from afar like, hmm. So I don't know if he did that whole stunt out of spite or if he's just trying to do that to kind of like have, I guess, some leverage over Michael because we know that Michael wants to see his grandbaby, of course, right? But if Charlie is not going to play by his rules, then maybe he'll hold the baby against him. I'm not sure, but the whole stunt was not okay. So I guess we'll have to wait and see what his plans are for all of this. This, this is insane. So Lil Mo and the crew pull up to his auntie house and they're finna get ready to go in and so once they get to the door the door is already open not like wide open but it's unlocked open and so he pushes the door open and her house has been ransacked Look like the police done came in there and flipped that bitch upside down. But we know who's responsible for her house looking like it is. We know that it's Roderick, the new connect. Or was the potential new connect. And so we see Auntie sitting at the table. And all she can do is cry. And she look up and see them and she's like, get out of my house. Get the hell out of my house right now. And so Mo and the two deuces with him hurry up and run to Eugene's room where Eugene had hid the money up under the bed. Little Mo looks up under the bed. Shit. It's gone. He don't see it. So as he's coming back up, one of the dudes gets a call from Big Mo saying, yeah, the money ain't here. He got he got his gun out at this point because he waiting on the go for Mo to go ahead and off Lil Mo. So she was like, hmm, I think I have a good idea where it might be. Y'all, Eugene done showed up to her front door, duffel bag full of cash. And so she tell them, bring his ass back to New Orleans. And she tells Eugene, well, welcome home, little man. And he comes in. Y'all, Eugene's supposed to be dead, according to the reports that they put out. He's supposed to be dead and gone, y'all. How? Ooh, Big Mo gonna be pissed at little Mo, because... He done hid Eugene, y'all. Now, I don't know if she was in on that loop. I'm assuming that she wasn't. But, y'all, Lil Mo is finna be S-O-L. For real. One way or the other. Whew, I don't know how it's gonna end for him. So, Michael is finna get ready to lead a party. And Jimmy's henchman comes and was like hey my boss want to talk to you real quick so it wasn't on a you have the option to decline type vibe so he grabs michael and kind of like push him into like this garage looking place 
basement. It's not a basement. It's like it's more like a garage, like a parking garage, empty parking garage. So comes in and do frisk him. He ends up finding the other pen that was that didn't have like the bug on it and was like, oh, you missing one on the other side. Puts his knee to Michael's gut. Knocks the wind out of Michael, right? Michael drops to his knees. Here comes Jimmy. So Jimmy says, you know, no matter how hard I try, it seems like Fia keeps getting more and more distant. But you, you just make it look so easy. And Fia's the most precious thing that he's got in this world now. And he keeps seeing him around his freaking kids. And so he was like, what do you want from me? You get a job at the butcher shop that delivers to my hotel. I see you drinking liquor at my bar downstairs. And now here you are. Every time I turn around, you're with my freaking kids of some sort. You done told Carlo about Harry the Hook. He getting all smart on me, trying to educate me and shit. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> and so Michael was like, look, ain't nobody trying to replace you. And so he was like, why did you get out of jail? Remind me again. At this point, Jimmy done pulled his pistol out, right? Because he ready to off Michael. And so Michael was like, I got out of jail early because I was finna get ready to commit suicide. I've been trying and they didn't want that blood on their hands. So they let me go early, but that ain't stopping you from doing it. And so Michael puts his head to the, to the barrel of Jimmy's gun. Y'all, this has got to be a very sad state of affairs. I feel so bad for Michael because it's like, he don't have nobody really. All he's got is fear in the grandson of his. And he's not asking for, for, he's not asking to come around. They're coming to him. But now here come Jimmy being boosted badass because he all upset because Fia don't want nothing to do with him. Michael can't win for losing, y'all. So he puts his head to the barrel of Jimmy's gun and was like, please do it. Please. And so Jimmy was like, I'm not going to be your executioner. He pulls his gun, puts it back up, and he walks away. And that is the end of the episode, y'all. This episode was so good. Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm scared for what's going to get ready to happen, y'all. I have no idea what's about to happen. So y'all can reach me at me and you TV reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at my TV reviews podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Y'all, if I feel like I'm a little bit more far away, it's because I had to put my phone on the charger for it died like it did on me yesterday. And I had to record the last 10 minutes of one of us is lying. So now that you know how to find me and where to find me, if you have any other shows that you can think of that you would like for me to review, please let me know. 
please rate and review if you can if you haven't already please share me with everybody that you love people that you hate y'all i hope y'all have a wonderful weekend okay it's friday please whatever you guys are doing this weekend be safe okay if you staying in listen enjoy staying in have a nice little staycation. treat yourself okay massage get a massage or something i don't know take a nice hot bubble bath or something so anyway that's all i got for you guys i love y'all so until we meet over the airwaves again i am mo and i will talk to you guys soon bye